Welcome, everyone, to a Mexican and a redneck fall of the world. We are your hosts and surrogate fathers, Juan and Ben. Today, we will be discussing when you marry a person, you also marry their baggage. No, 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 not talking about it. Can't make me. <laughs> this is a volunteer thing. I don't so, have to be here. You can't. So, this podcast is no. going to be about how we don't actually. You talk about it. Issue. No, you talk about it. That's just, I, I'm going to hide under the table. I don't want to talk about this. This is your idea. I married perfection. So did I. I don't. Well, who wrote this? <laughs> you know, so we're going to talk about, I guess, from our wife's perspective of the baggage they married. No. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine. We're not. <laughs> Oh, okay. On a serious <laughs> note, a serious note. On a serious note, we're not gonna talk about this at all. <laughs> we're not, you guys. We're g- we're just gonna start counting and see how many numbers we can count to in the next fourteen minutes and three seconds, and then we're gonna end the podcast. <laughs> no, okay. This we can be adults. We can talk about this. You be an adult. I'm gonna go hide in the back. Good. Go hide. <laughs> go hide. You go hug your chicken. <laughs> Hold me, Colonel. <laughs> I, had to, I had to get a hug uh, from the rooster. Oh man! Uh, All right. Okay. No, seriously. When you when you marry someone, they're probably going to have a history. Like it's it's just the reality of marriage. You know, the average person will meet someone and probably get married in their twenties, at least in our society. And you know, that's twenty to thirty years of life, and life creates baggage Mm -hmm. and for those of you who don't know about the term baggage it's you know you got you got a history good or bad you know you're you're gonna have insecurities fears uh hopes and ambitions before you met the person you married some people you know they have a divorce and they've had kids with that person so some parent people are on their second marriage and they marry and they get kids from the marriage they get a husband or a wife who's had a divorce uh, you know, or, or anything, you know, they marry and there's some financial debts mm-hmm. or just they marry someone who maybe didn't have parents around and our podcast is new. So hopefully that problem will go away very soon. As long as you guys spread the word and get it out there and we can re- eliminate that problem. But until then, <laughs> you know, we, you, you know, there's all sorts of things people come to the table with and, and you've got to accept that just because you're in love, quote unquote, and things are great that first year. After that first year, the the baggage, the bad stuff is going to start coming out yeah. because they're going to revert back to who they were before y'all met. And that, I don't want to say that's when the marriage starts, but after that first six months, it kind of seems like the marriage starts. Yeah, I remember the honeymoon reading, is over. I remember reading one time, it talked about like the honeymoon, the honeymoon phase is anywhere between six months and if you're lucky, two years. Oh, yeah. I was not lucky. Yeah, I think. <laughs> yeah, first year was pretty good. It was good. First year was good. It was good. I don't think. Yeah, we, we there was definitely some opening up of the baggage. Mm-hmm. Which to say, you know, another, uh, one thing to say too, not not all baggage is bad. Because obviously, when you come, when you go, you go into marriage, you bring some good things, and then you bring some bad things. And and then a lot of times you you bring different things, so it's like you got to learn how to make them work together. Um, especially like in my situation, 
uh, it's two different cultures merging together. It wasn't, you know, like Tennessee and Alabama. Yeah, yeah, Tennessee and Alabama. You know, because you, you, you both, both you and your wife are both rednecks, so right. It, I am. I don't. <laughs> does, she, does she identify as a redneck? No, not at all. Hmm. I'm. I don't know. Do, are are women? Can women be rednecks? I mean, Gretchen Wilson wrote a song about being a redneck woman like 15 years ago. So as of 15 years ago, you can be a redneck woman. And she went no high-class no, broad. It's the 21st century plus 2020. I guess you can be whatever you want to be. Whatever you – no, I <laughs> – no, no, like there, there's, a dis, there's an obvious cultural difference between her and I. She – well, you know, and that's she funny, has like, she has some serious class going on. Yeah, we'll say I yeah. married class. Yeah, and uh, she married the party. <laughs> Our marriage is an El Camino: <laughs> business in the front, party in the back, or nice. a mullet. Nice, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> um, you know, one thing to all say this: when we, when my wife and I got married, we had a really good friend of ours who basically he did he man, he did a great job in our marriage counseling, like probably. Like Oh man, he, he yeah he he saved our marriage before we even got married, but he did a really good job of exposing exposing the truth. Like, hey, this is what he's bringing to the table. These are the skeletons in his closet, and to me, like, hey, this is what she's bringing to the table. These are the skeletons in her closet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and just kind of revealing. Because I think a lot of times what I've seen, Ben, a lot of times people get into marriage and you're you're in that honeymoon phase where it's like, oh man. Oh, he he leaves his socks on the floor. He's so cute. Oh, just you know, it's just oh, so cute. Oh, oh, he leaves. She leaves her toothbrush on the sink. Oh, it's so cute. Let me pick that up. But once that's gone, it's gone, and you're like, oh my gosh. Three kids and ten years later, it's yeah. like, how do you feel about them socks now? Yeah, yeah. Can you Is that p- toothbrush yeah. really yeah. cute? No. Or are yeah. you like, can't you pick up your crap? Yeah. <laughs> right. No. So what changed? Yeah. Yeah, and it, it, that's great. You know, like these are your strengths, but. These are also your skeletons. And there's things you like about that person when you first meet them and you're quote unquote in love. And you're like, I love this about her. She's so great. And you're thinking about the good. But before you actually get married, you need to accept that bad. Oh, yeah. And say, do I love her enough? Do I love her good stuff enough that when the bad starts coming out, when I have to open up those closets, because they're when you're dating, they're like, when you're dating, you push your best foot forward. It's like, well, initially, yeah, but once you're engaged, take that time to air out some laundry. This is your last chance before you really commit and say, I'm a slob and this might not ever change. Is that going to bother you? You know, or or he loves his video games. That's a big thing for guys and girls. Like he loves those video games more than me. It's like, can you accept that he's going to want those video games some days more than you? Mm-hmm. Or she's got a shopping problem or he really loves his, his hobbies or whatever, you know, that's the, and these are real things. These are things I've observed in marriages as I've been married and in saying, you know, okay, we got these great things that we love about each other and we just want to, I, I want to take her strengths and help build up my weaknesses. But I've got to acknowledge my weaknesses, and so does she. And we got to build those strengths together. you know. Yeah. And I think it's okay to say, this is my problem. 
you know, especially as a man, oh, you know, yeah. leading, you got, you got to say, Hey, this is my problem, but I'm working on it. I'm leading us by dealing with my problems and we're moving forward. Yeah. We're not just going to stay in my problem. It's just here for now. Cause you know, in reality too, man, when you get married to somebody, their problems become your problem. They do. You know, um, if they bring, if they're coming into the marriage with school, uh, school debt, that school debt, that's your school debt now. If they have bad habits, those are your bad habits. And how are you going to deal with that? Are you going to ignore it and just pretend like, oh, whatever, it's not there? Or are you going to confront it and make it better? And not necessarily in an aggressive, authoritarian way to like, hey, you better change. Or, you know, there's the door. It's more, there has to be that. We, we keep on coming back to this uh, gentle truth, you know, the loving kindness, you know, to where you're, you're, you're exposing truth in a gentle way. You are bettering each other in a gentle way. And I remember, especially with uh, in, in my marriage early on, we came to the realization like you have your traditions. I have my traditions, but we got to come together and find our traditions. What is our culture going to be like? What is our family going to be like? What baggage are we going to give to our kids? Oh, my goodness. I got I to gotta stop you for a second because I, I can't. I'm so excited. I love Christmas. I love Christmas. It gets bigger and I bigger. I ruined Christmas for my wife, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like I, by November. I'm like, huh, you want to set up the Christmas tree? She's like, don't set up our Christmas tree. I actually would set it up right now in July if I could. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, I love it, and we're building this tradition where Christmas. It it's like this unnaturally huge holiday we're watching same movies every year i'm like i should get some christmas sweaters this year oh yeah like i'm taking it to the next <clears throat> like i it's gonna be like uh vegas vacation not vegas um the christmas vacation with chevy chase yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like destroying the house and too many lights everywhere and it's just over the top we're finding that's one of our traditions. This is one example of many, but one of our traditions we're building together, you know, and it's like Christmas and she's so on board and I'm so on board and our kids love it. Of course. Cause we're like, we're doing everything we can in one month, you know? Yeah. But, but that's, that's such a, I love that. What you said, you're, you're taking her traditions and your traditions and you're building new traditions. And it's, Oh, and what are you doing for your kids? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, it's such an amazing thing yeah. you pointed out. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Yeah. I run Christmas for my wife, but luckily <laughs> we've rebuilt it back. Good. And it's better and stronger than before. Actually, now we, I'm the same way. Like November 1st. Yeah. We're putting up the Christmas tree. Like Christmas in our house starts November 1st and it ends January 6th. That's, that's the Christmas season, you know? And it's like, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I guess Thanksgiving is part of Christmas, which I think it is. We Christmas thing is every f the Friday after, like the weekend after. That's when it's okay to put up Christmas lights. And I'm like, after Thanksgiving, like Thanksgiving on Thursday, right? I go to bed that night. I'm up at like six a.m. and I've got all the boxes scattered out in the garage. And I'm like, look at all the lights we haven't seen in eleven months, because <laughs> she doesn't want them up before Thanksgiving. But man, the day after, black, well, it's Black Friday, right? Everybody's shopping. I'm like, let's see how many lights we can get on the house before it's nighttime. 
put put a Christmas story on. It's time. Put the music on as loud as possible oh, all yeah. day. Yeah, yeah. It's and, oh, one of the things that we've uh, we've uh, loved doing too. Now it's a Hallmark Channel. Those sappy Christmas uh, movies. Do you, do you guys watch those? Mm-mm. Yeah, those those we I like playing those. Like not I the like, Hall, I don't. We're not Hallmark Channel, but yeah, we watch a ton of Christmas movies. I don't. I don't like the like obviously regular Hallmark is just. I mean, it's the same storyline all over the thing. But when you add the Christmas element to it, it just makes the movie that much better. There's something about just the Christmas lights, the hot cocoa, the snowman, all the stuff that we don't get in Alabama because we don't really get snow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I guess we got hot cocoa. You'll be wearing a light jacket December 25th in yeah. Alabama, in case you're wondering. Yeah. It might be chilly. We get flurries every now and then, and we shut the city down for about three days. Over six inches of snow. <laughs> <laughs> what are we talking about? Well, you marry a person, you marry their baggage. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just got excited about Christmas. I know. We, we brought like, up Christmas, and I'm like, I don't care about anything. We're just going to talk about Christmas. What, do you like Mr. Grinch? I love Mr. Grinch. He's so wonderful. You know, you know the good thing about Christmas? Presents. You bring presents. So when you marry somebody, you get presents. Because then you have somebody to buy your presents now. That's I, Or buy presents for. I, everything everything about it we invite people over and we put too many people in our living room and there's a fire and it's way too warm for it and we're wearing too many clothes and we're all sweaty and giving each other gifts and laughing and trying to take pictures that turn out terrible because there's just too many people in the room and it's it's wonderful <laughs> i love it i'm so excited so I guess time I hope to you've gotten something from this podcast because we're going to go hang <laughs> Christmas lights in July where it's so humid you can see the water in the air. <laughs> and we're going to do it in Christmas sweaters. Yeah. So there you go, guys. When you marry somebody, you also marry their baggage, but get to build really fun new traditions, which involve Christmas. Well, but then other traditions, right? Like, so I, I, I'll circle back around. There's really no other tradition other than Christmas. <laughs> that's that's Nothing it. Nothing else matters. The other 11 months, it's just shut down everything. <laughs> well, actually, it kind of has been for the last 11 months. Just everything's been shut down. That's true. That's sad. Christmas! Christmas! <laughs> oh! No, no, but like, really, you build traditions. You know, you realize, hey, you know, I, I want to read to my kids every night before I go to bed. Uh, we're going to make date night a tradition. Me and my wife, every other week, we are spending time together having a date night. And our three kids, thank, thank my mother and father-in-law. They will let the kids spend the night every other week. And that is like date night. I won't schedule anything. I'll tell everybody to leave me alone. I won't answer my phone because it's just me and her. And part of date night, too, is over the past two weeks, you know, have, have we aired out baggage? Have we built each other up? Can we build each other up tonight? Or do mm. we need to discuss something and break each other down a little bit and figure out how to move forward? Because when those kids show up, when those careers show up, when you just get the busyness of life, maintaining a home, you know, wh whatever comes with existing in your society, you don't always have time to air out that baggage. And so it's important to do it before marriage. If, if they'll stay with you after you air out your baggage, through the engagement stage, once you get married, you've built a foundation to where you can air it out amidst all that other stuff y'all have created together. Mm. And you're not just passing time. You're not just floating through life. And then, you know, if you're currently married and you've never done this, you need to start figuring out how. 
get you a good counselor, read a book together that deals with this. Cause if you start dealing with hurts, unforgiveness, you know, baggage, skeletons in the closet, as we like to call them, you start dealing with that stuff. Oh man, it, you move forward, whether you know it or not, you find yourself inadvertently moving forward. And then you're looking back going, that's how we were living. Yeah. And, and all you've done is dealt with your unforgiveness and your hurt or, or insecurities or just ignorance, not knowing, you know, I didn't know this was a problem for you. I'm so sorry. I was yeah. never trying to offend you. I just don't care that my socks are on the floor. You know, it doesn't bother me, but if it bothers you, Hey, I'll pick up my socks. No big deal. It's, it's, it's crazy. But if you don't deal with that, pat that baggage that you bring to the marriage, then just new baggage gets created. It does. It just builds up and it doesn't get it doesn't get addressed. And then next thing you know, you become a hermit. You're a hoarder, and you're full of crap. And A and E comes to your house. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's a mess. So, but once you deal with it, you get to enjoy that process of bringing something new, and then hopefully passing on good baggage yeah. to your kids because you've grown together. Yeah. So when they when they get married. And they become a, you know, they start creating something. What they're bringing to the table instead is a, instead of a bunch of bad stuff, they're bringing tools. They're yeah, bringing good tools. So that's like, what's the difference? Are you bringing a, are you bringing a tool bag full of good positive tools to the marriage, or are you bringing a bunch of junk? That's it. You know, turning junk into tools. Turning junk into tools. That's what we should probably rename this podcast. Yeah. Turning yeah. junk into tools. <laughs> Nobody will know. What we're doing. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to thank you for listening to a Mexican and a redneck father of the world. We love you and we're proud of you. I'm Mexican.